Good evening, and welcome to the next episode of Expect to Win Podcast. I am your host, Lamar Thomas. I have two special guests with me today. These are probably um, some of the best athletes I've ever been raised with. Um, you know, they probably still mad because I'm probably a better athlete than both of them, but the, the <laughs> list goes on and on with these guys. I've seen them grow. Uh, they've helped me grow. And a lot of what I do now are modeled after these guys here. I have my two big brothers. I have Mr. Leonard Thomas and I have Mr. Tinsley Trayward. Say what's up, guys. How's it going? Hi. What's up? What's up? Awesome, man. So again, um, you know, not to, not to sell these guys short. Um, you already know Mr. Leonard Thomas went to the University of Auburn, played four years. And Mr. Tinsley Trey also went to the University of Hawaii, all right? And both of these guys are outstanding out there on that field. Um, so I'm sure that we're going to tie some things into uh, what has made them who they are. And a lot of that probably comes from some of the things they learned out there on the field. But first, man, go ahead and tell the people what's going on. So uh, let's go with uh, Leonard. All right, go ahead and tell the people what you got going on right now. Well, I mean, really right now, man, it's, it's all about just being a dad, man, being a husband, man, and, and, uh, and then just out here trying to, trying to get better every day. That's, that's what it's all about for me now. That's, you know, if I could sum up my life in, in one, with a couple of words, it would probably just be, uh, faith, family, and, uh, finance, and then football, brother. So that's it for me, you know, (laughs) those are the things that I love. So if I ain't talking about one of those things, then pretty much I ain't talking. So that's where I am with it. Cool. That's what's up. Always good to hear. Uh, Tinsley, what what about you? What you got going on right now? That's pretty much the same, you know, uh, mostly family and dealing with the kids and their sports. Um, You know, it's kind of like a transition right now. Um, Your kids are, 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 are babies, and now they're turning into young teenagers, you know. So, you know, they're real active and, you know, working, taking care of my family, man. That's that's pretty much what I'm doing. But you know, actually, uh, we're in a triangle right now, dealing with some of these all-star teams around here. And um, and Jaden, uh, he's about to start playing in some big games. That's going to be, you know, nationally televised. Um, you know, they do a lot of tournaments in Florida. But you know, mostly that's what we that's what we're into, man. We're we're, we're real active in basketball and football right now. So, you know, I'm trying to get them ready for this transition from middle school to high school, um, which is a lot of work. While well, trying to coach, too, man. This is my first year back trying to coach, man. So, I don't know. I'm I'm doing something different this year. Wow. Well, that, that's huge. You know, just hearing you guys talk about family so much, and I know that we all kind of have, have those families, in, and we got young men that are in kind of different stages. Um, so, tell the, you know, my thing is I kind of know where, where you – been okay and now to to see that you have to pretty much put you in the background and really focus on family um you know can you speak on that a little bit well yeah you know it's 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 it's, it's kind of tough you know but you have to stick with it because it's so time consuming um you know you you have to you know if you want your kids to be successful you know there's a lot of attention that you have to put in with them you know and then i have three kids right now that are at that transition, you know, a lot of questions, a lot of time, you know, very demanding. Um, 
But yeah, you know, sometimes you have to say, you know, you, you have to put your stuff aside and, and worry about your kids. You know, I've had my heydays and I so whatever, but now it's time for my kids to have those same days and, you know, so I have to stay focused on that. And, you know, I, I pretty much do things that I want to do still, but pretty much the focus is on them. I'm on their schedule pretty much every day. Wow. I mean, that, that says a lot. I know last week I was speaking with a gentleman. He, he spoke on focus as well. You know, but there, there's a lot of people, and I would say you, you know, pretty much raising three kids on your own. Um, so how is your focus on reaching your dreams, but do you just put all your dreams aside and focus, you know, purely on their dreams, or how do you manage the, the combination of both of them? Yeah, I think you do. I think you do. I mean, it's inevitable to put your dreams aside, and, you know, you still can do stuff in life, I mean, but I don't think you can put so much attention into it. You know, there's not enough time in the day, um, right. you know, to, to have all your energy in one place and then turn around, put it in another place. It's just too much, you know. Yeah, I think you're overloaded when you're doing that. So I kind of put my stuff to the side and, you know, I kind of focus on them. I kind of live through them, you know, in, in ways, you know, going to tournaments and seeing them do good and seeing them be, be successful in all the sports that they, you know, that they play. And then on top of that, they make straight A's. You know, wow. so I, I don't I don't have to worry about no gray stuff. I mean, all of them are very smart, you know, and I mean, none but A's, man, when they come home, maybe a couple B's. But, you know, for the most part, you know, they're on top of their game when it comes to that. So it's kind of easy to let them, you know, do all these activities because, right. you know, I wish I was doing them when I was younger. I wish I had all these activities to do when I was younger, you know, being able to travel and, you know, um, deal with NFL players and NBA players, you know, teaching you stuff. It's pretty good to get into a network like that. So overall, you know, it's a sacrifice, but, you know, it's worth it. You know, someone may be listening. You know, someone may be driving. You know, so how can we incorporate the focus? And I just think there's a determination and, and passion and purpose that you have there saying that, you know, that, that takes a lot. Because there's a lot, especially fathers now. So it's big that you got three men here. Um, because fathers, you know, it's rare now for a father to be in their, their kids' lives like that. And to hear you even say that, I'm just going to put myself aside and focus purely on them. Uh, and that's big. I mean, you know, they may not realize it or not, but I'm in education. There's several kids, you know, that, that do not have that type of father there. But, you know, I know it's tough. You know, I know that, that there's times that you really want to probably go in and hang loose and all that stuff. But, you know, you got to be a role model for them. Uh, but what I want you to do is just try to drop a little knowledge on somebody. So if, if they were trying to, if they was in a similar situation, and, you know, and they were uh, juggling, you know, do they leave and go get this job for them? Or do they stay here because it's a better school for their children? You know, so how can you possibly help somebody with a decision like that? That's a tough decision. <laughs> you need help. I guarantee you, you know, you need help. You know, I think... You know, it, 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 you need help. Sometimes it's hard to do that by yourself, especially if you have young kids. I can see if you have older kids, you can, you know, go to school at night or, you know, focus. Like I travel, you know, a lot and I can't do that no more, you know, because I have small kids. And, you know, I, it's, it's hard enough me being here, you know, let alone if I'm not here. Right. So it's kind of tough to do that. I think, you know, that's a, that's a huge sacrifice, but. Hopefully you don't ever put yourself in that situation because that's a load. You know, right. you try to keep it to where, you know, you can just have a solid base and 
and then try to, you know, do things off of that, you know, if you can have help, you know, with the kids or so forth. But, you know, that's a tough decision to do. And, and you know, I don't know how long you can do that, right. you know, and not be stressed out and not know what's going on with your kids all the time. Right. Because it's a lot of stuff going on when they get older, teenagers, man, these little girls. <laughs> you know, it's you know all that stuff come into play. You know, we, I deal with that now, man. These little girls, man, I'm telling you, these, you know, and these and, and these and these young boys, they're real impressionable. So, you know, they do anything these girls tell them these days. Uh, well, I don't know if that's ever changed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know, but now it's so. But see, now it's social media. Yeah, you know, yeah. you you everything is recorded, and you know they can you can go to jail, man. They come and arrest the parents too. They ain't just playing with these kids, man. Then the kid get kicked out of school, charges can be filed against them. You know, just showing a video on social media if it's on your page and and somebody got beat up or something, that's a form of bullying. You know, so so nowadays, you know, you have to keep your kids because these kids, man, they all they are they're always up in the middle of something. If it's a fight, you see him on. I saw another video where I saw my son in the video standing next to the kids while they was fighting. Wow. He just they fighting and he just standing there, you know. That's what they doing. He just standing there, you know. I'm like he, but he in the video. Right. You know, so if that video got to the administration, then you know it changes things because now his face is in the video. Now they want to ask him questions on what what's going on, you know. So either you're gonna lie, you're gonna tell on somebody. So it's a lot, you know, so, you know, you have to be here for the, for these times with your kids, man, because you never know what's going on. God forbid something happened while you're away if right. you ain't got another parent in the same house, you know. Man, so what, it's a huge difference in the way kids are raised now from, from how it used to be. Um, and, and like I said, I have a young son now who's eight, you know, who who's trying to make this journey now, turning over, and, you know, constantly asking for Wi-Fi. You know, he he's always needing Wi-Fi for something, and, and but I'm trying to balance this new age stuff so he could be up to date, but also some old school stuff so he could have some of the similar uh, upbringing as, as I had, so he could possibly have a chance. You know, and, and I know you guys made it to a level in sports that I never was able to make it to, so how can we uh, bridge that gap from, from some of the things that you had you know, growing up that helped you get to the platform that you got to, you know, so how can we feed that to our young men that we're trying to raise now? Man, I, I'm I'm sitting here, I'm soaking it all up, man. I, I got a, you know, I got a little four-year-old, and, and so I'm new to the game, and uh, so I'm soaking it up because I know I'm, I'm coming down the path that you guys have already traveled, so I'm sitting in the cut just listening right now, man. I'm in awe, so I'm taking notes. Yeah, I'm taking note. The question was, uh, you made it through a lot of things, you know, because I was there with you, and you was able to, you know, hone some of that in and perform out there on the field that, you know, landed you the scholarship and and that opportunity. And I'm saying we got – that was old school. So how can we bridge the gap from this new school with this technology and social media with a little old school to to try to make – you know, a better opportunity for the kids than we had. You know, how can we bridge them two together? Well, I think right now, man, I don't know. These kids nowadays, man, they're, they, you know, they've been suburbanized and, you know, they spoiled and they don't have the drive and the intensity that we had when we were young. 
you know, they don't even, you know, I'd be trying to get my son to get some killer in him. You know, I said, I mean, you got to be a killer out there. You're too big. You know, it's like you 5'10", 170 now. You know, so it's like he keep growing and growing and growing. And I said, man, you got to be more aggressive and, you know, just have more of an, an edge, you know, not just being basic and just being plain, you know, and, and, and he just don't have it. He just, he's too nice. You know, it's just like they're too nice. And, and kids these days, they don't, you know, you don't have nobody out there play with emotion. They don't have no emotion. They lose, they have the same face. They win, they have the same face. Everything is the same. It's like no emotion. And that's with all these kids around here. There's a lot of sports going on around here. And it is with all the kids. A lot of them don't have no emotion, man. We were hungrier back then. Now it's like everything is on a platter. So they don't really have to work for it unless they have somebody driving them, you know, um, pushing them a little bit. Man, I'm out there with those kids. I, I said they pretend players because you, you want the appearance of the player. You know, so all your pictures, all your posts, you know, your little videos, you know, ball is life. You got all this stuff in real life. You know, you might be on the bench. You know, you ain't giving up. You know what I'm saying? You ain't giving no effort. You just want to yeah. look like you're doing it, but you really ain't doing it. All right? Because, you know, you ain't trying to do what beasts do to be a beast. You know, I think that's a that's a true statement. And oftentimes you have to catch yourself because you be trying to, you know, push, you know, them to a certain level and it just ain't there, you know. So what's that, what's that thin line now? But since I'm going to get some advice <laughs> from you, you know, just because I'm saying you've been there, you know, and you know what it takes, but the kid just ain't he not, he ain't, like you said, he ain't emotionally into it like you're trying to get him. To do. Yeah, I don't let him do it then. <laughs> to be honest, you know, if he's not gonna put, if he's not gonna put in the time and work, to you know, because we practice a lot too. Is he do training and you know calisthenics, yoga, all oh, this guy got him doing all kind of stuff, you know. But if he's not into it and 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 he has no drive in it, then we just gonna work on something else, you know. I mean, I want him to play baseball, but they don't have no passion to play baseball, you know. They don't want to play baseball, but. I don't push him too much to where, you know, I'm out like I'm out there like, no, you go play and he's hurt and all that. I let him make that decision. If he's really hurt, he's gonna come out the game on his own anyway. Right. You know, but but then the worst thing you can do is have him to where you got him to where he don't want to tell you that he's hurt, but he can't articulate where he's hurt at and how the pain is. Because he's still a kid. He never he never experienced this type of pain before. You know, like right now his lower back is, is sore. You know, it's like, you know, he walked around here, humped down like an old man. I said, man, what's wrong with you? My back is, and, you know, and it went from one side to the other side. So, you know, it's like, and we played in the tournament in Florida. This is one of the biggest tournaments, you know, and he was hurt. He got hurt. The first day of practice, you know, it just started hurting again. And, you know, and, and it's something that you, you, as a parent, you don't push your kid to that level to where you get it worse because this is just Pop Warner, man. You know, yeah. right now these games really don't matter. But, you know, you want them to fight through certain stuff, but you you don't want them to go out there and just get hurt worse. I've seen a lot of bad injuries out there in the football fields with these little kids, you know. And I don't know how bad, you know, how much their parents are pushing them and never give them a break. You know, they're they're playing all sports all year, basketball, football. They run a track at middle school. You know, and then they run a track on the elite level where they're doing national tournaments, so they're traveling, you know, so they never get a break. No. You know, you, you kind of like got to judge it, you know, and, 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 and see. But you also got to, you know, make sure you take your kid to the doctor too, man. Yeah. You know, let him get checked out, let him get physicals where he's hurting at, make sure you take him because it can get worse and then it lingering forever. He have these nagging injuries when he get to high school, you know. Yeah. So I think, you know, you have to walk that fine line, but you also have to listen to your kid too, man, and make sure they articulate what's wrong with them. 
because they really don't know how to articulate some of that pain. You know, I've seen a lot of a lot of parents that um, feel some type of way about themselves, and then they really try to live through their kid. You know, and they try to make this kid do a lot of things that they couldn't do. And, you mm-hmm. know, and that that's the thing I think that kind of bothers me the the most. Like, all right, you played football in college, so you you know you know what what that is. But I'm saying there's a lot of parents that's out there on these Pop Warner teams that you never even played in high school. You know, oh, yeah. But now you're an expert and you're the guru and you're pushing this kid and you have no clue of what, what he's going through. Yeah, that happens all the time. You're you out of touch. That, happen, that happens all the time. You don't know what's going on. But, you know, get off our soapbox, man. But before, I do not want to keep you guys off the phone without giving you a platform to, to share some knowledge, man. I've had the privilege of listening to you and, and chasing you all my life, so I know that there's so much inside you that, that you can give out. I'm saying that there's somebody that's listening right now on the radio or somebody that's working out, and they need that extra push, um, you know, that they just can't get over the hump. You know, just things are not going the way they want to go. You know, the job is kind of stagnant, possibly, or, uh, you know, something may be wrong with the, the relationship that they're in. You know, it's just they're in the gray area not to put business out there, but we've all been through our storms. All right, so before you go, I do need you to share. I'll jump in. I know I know Tim, he's been sharing a lot of good nuggets tonight, man. I'm sitting here, man, soaking this one up. I, I tell you what, if you if you ain't taking notes on this podcast right here, man, you you missing the mark on this one. That's the first thing. And um, because, I mean, when you're raising boys, man, you got to hang around some men, some real strong men, man, some real fathers out there that really care about their kids. And that's really getting involved in their children's lives. And, uh, man, so, Tinsley, man, I appreciate everything that you just said tonight, man, because it just, it, 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 it helps me, uh, as a parent and as a father to know what I, what I'm going to be facing and when we start getting into these sports, man. You know, and that's a whole different world, man. So what I would share, I mean, just to answer your question, I'm just going to tell my little nigga, my nigga is just going to be for that person that's out there that's going through, man. Uh, it's a word that I just got from, um, my pastor last uh, Sunday was just stay in the fight, man. I, I mean, it was just a good word, just a good timely word, and and I think that I've been I've been it resonated with me. I heard him when he said it, and I said, man, stay in the fight, and man, we just got to get in the game. Let's just stay in the game, and um, and if you if you out there and you going through, stay in the game, man. Stay in the fight. Don't quit. You know, just keep on going. And uh so that's my word for the person that's out there that's going through, bro. Uh, yeah, right. I would I yeah, I would say the same thing. And sometimes it's good to get into, you know, some of these activities that these uh cities have also. You know, it's a lot of people that's going through the same thing. You know, I met a lot of people just interacting in the sports, you know, scene around here because it's so big. So, you know, it's it's and you know, and they always having functions and people are always doing things, man, and then you can have a social life that, you know, make you feel better, you know, but you know, like you said, just stay in the fight. Don't give up. Wow. That that's a you know, that's a powerful thing and people may not realize it, but um uh, oftentimes man the reward, you know, is is on the other side of that punishment you get, you know, and one of the things that I thought of first was, you know, Rocky, you know, because I'm not too long saw the Creed movie. Uh, you know, you know, you know how that goes. But you know, in that first Rocky, uh, Rocky was getting his tail beat. You know, he was getting tore up, and you know, he went, well, I think they was going like 15 rounds or something like that. And 
Uh, Apollo Creed was beating the spot out of him, beating him up, and Rocky just kept getting up. And, and I think that he lost the fight, okay, but he won the, the overall thing just because he stayed in the fight. You know, he went against the odds, and so many people was trying to tell him to, to give up, get out, or stop, and he wouldn't stop. And, and ultimately, he ended up winning everything just because he stayed in that fight. So mm-hmm. sometimes you're going to get beat on. Uh, sometimes you're going to get bad calls. Sometimes things are just going to happen. And sometimes you're going to get a flat tire when you really need to be at work. You know, and just sometimes things just don't happen the way that you envision it to happen. But you cannot stop. You have got to just stay in the fight. You know, put them gloves up, protect yourself, and come back out and try to keep swinging as much as you can. And I promise you that there's going to be something on the other end of that. You know, even if you don't understand it, sometimes the blessing is working on the other side and you don't even realize it. And so, man, those are some powerful nuggets that y'all just said, man. Stay in the fight. So if you listening to this, I'm saying just stay in the fight. All right? Stay in the fight. And I'm going to do a special shout-out to my father. Hey, if you're a father out there and you're not in your child's life or something, and I know it may be difficult, I'm saying stay in the fight and get back in. Figure out a way to reach that that child, figure out a way to, to make an impression because they, they looking for you, whether you know it or not. Alright? They, they may not act like it, but they want you there. Okay? And you can listen to the stories that, uh, Tinsley shared because his son's life and he got the oldest kids now on social media. If you don't make that impression, then somebody else will. You know, and, and it's, and it's out there to be Alright? Trust me, they out there. YouTube videos. Snapchats and Facebooks and uh, they got all kind of group messages now. They got all kind of stuff out there now. So if you're not trying to be that that rock for your child, something else is going to be the rock, and then you're going to be, you know, on the backside trying to catch up. So I'm just saying, stay in the fight, man. I know it's really crazy sometimes. Those baby mamas, some things that make you want to throw in the towel. But for our future, for your future, for your child, you definitely got to stay in the fight. All right. But, man, that was powerful. You know, like I said, I don't want to take up too much of y'all time, but if there's anything else that you want to share, we can even get into the sports stuff, man. Y'all, uh, you know, about some of the journeys. I got to get you. I want to know some of the, the things that happened on your way to that, that college and some of the things that may have happened in high school, you know, that made you go, you know, and, and, and turn up another level. So I know there's some college stories out there that, that could really bless somebody. And then, oh man, here go the powerful thing. On the flip side, the stuff that when life really happened after college. Right, right. <laughs> and see, and look, hey, and and we we just really didn't get into, you know, some of the old stories too, you know. So if you ever want to hear some of the old stories where we used to, where I used to whip up on Tinsley and and Lamar out there <laughs> when we used to play ball, then that's uh-huh. the stories you want to hear. <laughs> that's it. Man, like, go ahead and – it is some stories. Y'all got to listen. These guys are be putting rocks on railroad tracks. <laughs> um, man, one of the, the stories I used to tell – I tell people all the time about these whoopings. And, you know, we got – if one got a whooping, everybody got a whooping. So, you know, uh, we was in that Volkswagen. Y'all remember being in that Volkswagen? Oh, man. <laughs> I remember. And that thing jumped out of gear. We went right down the <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> got the Volkswagen. We got the haircut, the box. Now, I think we invented the box before the box. Was oh yeah, the box. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, 
and and I was cutting and I was cutting my own hair when I moved to California. I was cutting my own hair and I was cutting a uh what you call it the Gumby. Yeah. I had the box, I had the Gumby, all that. I was, nobody else had them hairstyles. I was the only one cutting my hair like it, and everybody started doing it. First team that he said, I don't even think he really knew Lamar went to Auburn. But no. I was like, you don't want to go to it? I said, why you don't want to go to Alabama? He said, I'll go to Auburn or Georgia. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need to but be you know, But you know, like like down out here, they they real serious about football, man, as far as activities for, for, for these kids, man. And they have a lot of functions dealing with you know, just a lot of, like right now, they got another all-star game going on in uh, Round Rock, you know, and, and they're just taking the best city players and they're taking them down there and playing different teams. They're coming from all over. When we was in Florida, we had 38 states representing down there for the FBU tournament. Wow. You know, and it, you know, and it was a great experience for the kids because they got a chance to travel. You know, they had a lot of hotel functions where we had to be there and they, you know, go through little seminars and, all this stuff, and then we had film time. You know, it kind of like gave them a little dynamic of how it would be when they go to college. You know, and uh, and 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 it was and it was a great experience for them, man. And and you know, we always trying to do stuff like that on a national level where they get notarized. You know, and they're watching it on TV. I mean, they have these games, you know, on TV, so wow. you know, your family can see them. You know, see you play or whatever. You know, and that's, and now that's the thing of social media now. You know, but uh, yeah, it's a good experience, man. But you know. Um, the, 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 the dynamic of this is, there's a lot of uh, fathers out here that I've seen, man, you know, with their kids too. Um, and that's great to see, but, you know, we, 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 uh, we coming together, man, I, I think, and, 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 you know, and try to raise young, young, smart black men, you know, because, you know, that's what the future is going to be. So, you know, that's, that's, that's overall, I think that's something, you know, good for the, for the young community too. Right. You know, so, but, uh. Look, man, I'm 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 gonna get I'm gonna get one or a couple of my nephews to Auburn. <laughs> so I'm just telling you that already. I already yeah, already no, know. you so so Auburn you, Auburn is gonna be on the pitch. It's gonna be on the table whenever he, whenever they're at the table. One of my nephews, they're gonna be at the signing table. They're gonna be up there in front of the TV on ESPN. And the Auburn hat is gonna be on there for every one of my <laughs> nephews. <laughs> it's an um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but what I was going to say is, I got off my point. You know, schools like Baylor, right? They offering scholarships to these middle school players, man, and high school players that come down and go through their combine and all that stuff. They have a little combine that they do, and they have all these players, man, like, you know, 7th, 8th, and ninth graders. They have them come down there, and they offering these kids scholarships. Wow. wow. You know, and that's what I'm saying. And, and most of these guys around here, 
we, you know, what the, what the thing is, they, you know, like we got this one thing called CCE, Catch Cover Elite. This guy is his company, right? He, he goes around and he, you know, interviews all the best players in this area down in Houston. I think he did in, in San Antonio and Austin. He interviewed all the best players. So he has an all-star game every year, a week after Christmas where he had, you know, 6th grade, 7th grade, and 8th grade. He had about 8 teams on each level. He's charging each parent 275 He's giving them um, uniforms. You know, you pay for your whole, own hotel and all that stuff when you get down there. He sets up a program where, you know, they do a little combine, see who's the fastest kid out there for each level, you know, a couple activities or whatever. And then every team, you know, you have you have the teams. You know, they have the teams layout. And they all have the different names like Mamba, Money, you know, uh, some more stuff. You know, and and that and 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 that's just like that. You know, that's his company. You know, Catch Cover Elite. And what they do is they put the kids on another level, put them in a magazine, top players in the state. You know, and they'll start. They'll go from number one and such and such. Jaden was number one the last two years. Wow. In this wow. in this little in this little league that he's uh that he's got. Jaden was the number one pick. You know how I many phone calls I got from 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 these coaches calling me talking about they want to pick Jaden because I already told him, I already told the dude that I wasn't you know that I wasn't doing it. You know I said we're not doing it because we're doing the FBU tournament. We're already going to Florida a week before Christmas. We're not coming back and then going down there too. It's just too much money, you know, and it's just too much money. And 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 then you know they get mad at me because I don't want him to play. Like man, he played he played twenty eight games last season. Wow. And football, 28 games. And I didn't realize this until we added this stuff up a couple of days ago, me and another coach. He said, you know, Jaden played 28 games, man. He played 17 with his team, the Ravens. They was like number number eight in the nation, you know, for seventh grade, uh, for 12, 12 and 13 uh, teams in the entire nation. They was number eight. And then um, he played 17 games, including playoffs. We won the state title. We played at the Dallas Stadium, you know, all this, all this. That was 17 games. Then he played in another uh uh, all-star game, that was eight games. Then he played four games, you know, before the season or something or, and something else. Like 28 games, you know, so you have to, you have to realize what you're doing too because sometimes you don't realize how many games you're playing because it's like broken up in a few weeks here, there, a month. But, you know, if I had known that man, you know, I think I would have controlled his playing time in, in a lot of games, you know, and then he's an all-star in basketball. So. It's like, you know, all these Jermaine O'Neal and Drive Nation on here. He built a big stadium, got his own uh, training center, all that, man. Doctors over there, and he recruiting these players right here to play nationally against LeBron's team, you know, uh, LeBron's son, and all these guys, you know, they the AAU circuit. And Jaden's heavy in that, too. So you kind of, like, got to balance it, man. But it's just a lot going on with the kids. And, and I was just saying that, like, that's something that, you know, you guys can try to get going on down there, you know, to to – you know, to exploit some of these kids, man, and, and let them be seen on a national level because Georgia is one of the biggest, you know, uh, youth football, man, you don't have a lot of players in Georgia, but you got quality players in Georgia. Yeah. You know, they, you know, they're they big in every position. Like then, they're 13, 14 years old, but they look like grown men with mustaches, you know, but they yeah. just be big, man. So, you know, it's just like something just to exploit the kids, man, get them on the scene to where, you know, some of these coaches are seeing them. High school coaches, you know, college coaches, and you know, it helps. It helps the community out also, you know. Stuff, man. Well, I 
I'm going to probably go ahead and wrap this one up, you know. And we're going to have to do this more often, probably not record it, though. But we should definitely probably get get on and, and chat it up a little bit with all of us on the phone at the same time. Uh, probably do us all some good, you know, to hear that. A little nothing. Definitely. Yeah, most definitely. All right. Well, appreciate y'all for listening. I hope that we was helping. Thank you for listening to the Expect to Win podcast. We would love your feedback to help us grow. You can reach out to us at expecttowin365 at gmail.com. You can search for us on Facebook at win, win, win. It will pull right up. We're also on Twitter. We appreciate your support. If you got us on podcast, go ahead and share us and like us um, and give us a few stars and let us know how we did. Thank you.